0: It's another episode of the Bougie and Broke podcast. Happy Friday. I'm your host,
1: Stephanie. And I'm Brandy. What's going on? I'm so excited. I got a new mic and new headphones. So we're not professional yet, but we're getting there.
0: (laughs) Once I have my podcast studio in my house, we'll be
1: legit for real. (laughs) For real, for real. Um, What's new with you? I know you've had an epic week. You know, work has been fine this week. I'm
0: not going to whine about work or anything else that's going on. But I will tell you this story about an avocado. <laughs> <laughs> on Cinco de Mayo, let's, <laughs> let me preface this with I never cook for Todd. Like the poor guy. I rarely do it. I moved. I had boxes everywhere. I was like, this apartment's not ready for you to come over yet. I finally got everything in a place. I finally got everything clean. And I'm like, I'm going to make tacos and guac and everything for Cinco de Mayo, come over that night. Okay, great. Well, I make these strawberry basil margaritas that were delicious.
1: Who are you?
0: I know. Then I start going to make the guac and I get through two avocados. Everything's fine. The third one, I cut it. I go to pit it and, you know, Me being the person that I am, decided to take a knife and like jab the pit, and I missed and stabbed myself in the finger instead. And uh, it started bleeding everywhere, all over my white countertops. And I'm like, I think I'm okay. And Todd's like, let me go grab you a band aid. I'm like, I don't have band aids. Uh, This paper towel will be fine. And I sat down and I started to get like a little lightheaded and I was like, let me have some water. So I start drinking water and then I like pull it apart a little bit and I'm like, I see cells, we need to go. And so we looked it up and you can actually get stitches at an urgent care. So we went to an urgent care and she was like, well, the clean, the cut is so clean that I can just put derma glue in it, but you pretty much like almost needed stitches. So <laughs> My cooking experience was us ending up at urgent care. And he's like, you're canceled (laughs) from cooking anymore. I'm like, all I had to do was stab myself. I would have done this a long time ago. (laughs) The best part of the story, though, is that I get home from work the other day and it was like, you have an Amazon package. I'm like, I don't think I ordered anything. I mean, I've been on a shopping spree lately, but I really don't think I ordered anything And Brandy had sent me an avocado slicer. So this incident (laughs) will not happen again. So thank you very much for that. It made me laugh and it's going to make me feel a little more comfortable cutting my avocados from now on.
1: So I was intoxicated when you were texting me this story. Weird. Um, And then I had actually had to order. I ordered it to myself twice before putting your oh address god. in so i had to cancel twice so oh my god i love it that makes the story even better but i need to know how was how was the guac
0: i could have had it a little spicier but you know we like left it on the counter and we got back i was like if those avocados turned brown while we were gone i'm gonna be so freaking pissed <laughs> I wasn't even drunk either. That's what makes it even worse. I drank like half the margarita. And Todd's like, I'm going to put mine like in the freezer before we go. And I'm over there like chugging mine. I'm like, if I have to get stitches,
1: I got to be lit for this <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's what probably made you bleed more. But whatever.
0: You know, you live and you learn. And don't use a knife to pit an avocado. That's my PSA for the week.
1: But how was your week? What's going on with you? Well, um, my Sephora package was stolen. Um, so they're resending me one. But BoxyCharm, I finally subscribed. I know we talked about subscriptions we were wanting to do. And they mistaked and sent me two boxes completely different. So that's a win. Yeah, like, oops, you're bad. (laughs) Yeah, but that's, I think, like, they're covering Sephora's back for getting my package stolen.
0: Well, tell us about that.
1: Uh, I I mean, they just resent the package and gave stephanie an extra 600 bonus points for the inconvenience so
0: <laughs> well brandy was using my sephora so she could get free two-day shipping and then they lost it so that's awesome
1: <laughs> so uh, yeah that's its own issue but the highlight of my week i have been cutting back on my starbucks but they maybe three weeks ago i can't believe we haven't talked about this since. Redid the rewards program, and I'm finally up to 400 points, so I could see what merchandise I could get. So, oh, that's
0: what that is—is you get that many points, and you get merchandise. You can get
1: merchandise, coffee. Um, but the Starbucks I religiously go to does not have any merchandise, so I don't have any selection. So I have to go to a different Starbucks to find what I'm gonna get. So we'll see. I'll report back. But that was my. I had a good week and I have 400 reward points.
0: And I have apparently 600 extra reward points at Sephora. So we're just racking up the points over here. <laughs> we're really
1: winning. <laughs> Stephanie, it's been a long week and I know you've been busy and I know you have been broke because we were just discussing <laughs> about how much money we've spent and how much money we I should say how little money we have.
0: The amount of times I've hit add to cart this week is just like <laughs> pathetic, honestly. I think it's more
1: pathetic that you <laughs> that you bought a Taylor Swift dress.
0: I mean, I'm going to a baptism and everyone there is a Taylor Swift fan. So I feel like it was appropriate. It's oh, not whatever. like a Taylor Swift brand. It looks like something she would wear. That's all I'm saying.
1: Okay, whatever. Anyway, tell me how you were... <laughs> bougie tell me how you were broke whatever you want
0: so we know that Sephora was having their VIB sale of course I participated in that because why wouldn't I participate in that Um, and I also had $175 in rewards from Ulta so I excuse me
1: yeah $175
0: I had 3,000 bonus points or rewards points, so I cashed them all in at the same time and bought a lot of boring shit like foundation and concealer and moisturizer, like stuff you normally don't want to spend your money on. So I got $367 worth of stuff from Sephora and Ulta combined, and I spent $100.65 total
1: wow that is so impressive my entire
0: counter is filled with products from ulta and sephora that were delivered today so i'm just saying that you don't necessarily have to be a rich bitch to get all the products that you want you just have to know how to be bougie and broke at the same
1: time that is the best bougie and broke moment you've ever had
0: well i have a broke moment too uh I'll talk about this later, but I had to make a payment to the city of Chicago, which they Uh. can eat a bag of dicks. Uh, But (laughs) I realized after I paid this, I didn't really want to spend the one hundred and eighty three dollars that I had to pay to them. And so I'm like going to see when my Geico payment for my car insurance was due because I thought it was like the 11th, but it moved to the 13th or something. I don't know. So anyway, there's a button on there that says postpone payment. And I was like, postpone payment until when? (laughs) So I figured out that you can postpone your Geico insurance payment for up to 10 days from your original due date. So I was like, I'll just postpone it and then pay it out after my next check.
1: I would have done
2: the same thing. (laughs) Right? So
0: heads up, if you have Geico insurance and you
1: pay monthly, there's a postpone payment button. You're welcome. Oh, man. I wish I could postpone payments for the rest of my life until I'm dead. (laughs) Postpone (laughs) until death. (laughs) (laughs) Is that an option? (laughs) I wish.
0: Okay, tell me how you were bougie and broke this week.
1: So I am moving literally in like next recording will probably be in my new apartment. Lovely. Which will be interesting because I have high ceilings and I feel like there might be an echo. So I might have to like do it in my closet. But i was going to the grocery store because i needed the basics like toilet paper and paper towels but i didn't want to buy like the big bulk like i normally do yeah because who wants to move that shit exactly so i was calling in on the phone with my dad and he was like just steal it from work and i'm like i can't steal toilet paper from work because like they lock it <laughs> and he says uh just like wrap it around and shove it in your purse. Like just oh, <laughs> the whole roll. My God. Please tell me you did this. I did not, but I bought the <laughs> cheapest toilet paper, two rolls, and it, it makes my ass itch for reals.
0: <laughs> well, I don't think, I did the same thing though. Like when I moved, I didn't want to spend money and move like paper products. That's weird.
1: Yeah, so that, I said, Dad, that is my broke moment of the week, almost stealing toilet paper from work. <laughs> That's a new low.
0: Okay, but we know you're bougie, too. How are you bougie?
1: You know that my favorite restaurant in Denver, or one of them, is Matsahisha. and it's a Nobu restaurant. So I went there, and I didn't even post about it on Instagram. Did you even go? <laughs> no. But I wore my my Louboutins, it was raining out, I had my bougie ass umbrella, I was just so extra and walked in and my date was like cash and like falling asleep, <laughs> but whatever.
0: Well, I appreciate that you walk into places bougie AF. I mean, well, Yeah. That I was just being super bougie. Well, I don't know if you know this, Brandy, but we have a voicemail number for people to call and leave us their bougie and broke moments. And uh, that voicemail number is 720-257-9787, which means you should save that in your phone right now and give us a call and leave us a voicemail about your bougie and broke moments. But we had two people call us this week to share their bougie and broke moments. How exciting is this?
1: I love these both so much. Both of them speak
0: to me so hard because one (laughs) is about moving and one is about parking and like they just like speak to my soul. So let's do the moving one first. And this one will be more for you since you're moving this week.
1: Yes. Okay. I I would have done the same goddamn thing.
2: (laughs) Hi, busy and broke girls. I'm calling from Denver with my broke moment of the week. I moved yesterday and had movers for two hours, and if they went over, it was going to be $100 an hour. So what did I do? It was one hour and 40 minutes. I started helping them unload the truck, carrying that shit up a flight of stairs so I didn't have to pay another $100. I'm that cheap and broke and desperate, that I helped move my sofa. Yep, that's my broke moment of the week.
1: You know what? I would have been carrying out those boxes and hustling my little booty to not pay extra. Oh,
0: my God. Same. And the worst part is, is like it probably would have only taken them an extra 15 minutes, but then they would have charged you the entire hour. I would have been standing at the door like, chop, chop. Let's go, bitches. (laughs) You're like, let's go. All right. Our next one. This one speaks to me more than any other bougie or broke moment has ever spoken to me because we know that I have like a love no I don't even have a love hate relationship with parking I have a hate relationship with parking so let's just get to
2: it hello Stephanie and Brandy my name is Kate and I am a huge fan of the bougie and broke podcast and I have a very broke moment to share with you I live in a college town in Arizona, and I bought my house in December of 2013, and because we live so close to the college campus, you have to have a parking permit to park on your street. So in January of 2014, I went down to the city, I got my parking permit, I slapped that bad boy on my Honda Civic, and went on my way, and for the next five and a half years, everything was just fine until a couple of weeks ago when I saw the parking lady giving out tickets on our street and I didn't think twice about it because I have my parking permit. Well, she wrote me a parking ticket for parking outside my own house. Apparently, you're supposed to get your parking permit renewed every year, which I didn't know. Nobody told me. There was no Evidence of that on the sign, there was no renewal papers work that was sent to me, nothing. So you bet you that my bougie ass was going to fight this $57 parking ticket. So I called the city, I asked for a hearing, I walked into that courtroom, getting ready to give that judge my best Olivia Pope and I had gotten my updated 2019 parking permit. I printed off photos of my car. I printed off copies of my mortgage statement so that they knew that I was a homeowner. I had all my evidence ready. I was like, let's go, bring it on. And this judge basically told me, Thank you. Next. That will be $57. They did not care that I didn't know that I had to get my parking permit renewed. So that is my broke moment of the week. I had to pay $57 to park outside my own house. Love you, girls.
0: I mean, I feel like I've paid more to park somewhere than that, but that is some real bullshit.
1: (laughs) I am just so surprised that she got away with it all these years. Right? I mean, I I would have gotten caught like years ago for sure. I'm so proud because she took the time out of her day to like go to court for this. (laughs) Like the dedication to not pay was real.
0: These girls are just as bougie and broke as we are. And thank you guys so much for contributing and giving us a call. Uh, we love to hear your bougie and broke moments, so write the phone number down, put it in your phone, and next time you're out and about with
1: a bougie and broke moment, hit us up. And if you hate your, like, voice on or whatever, so do I, and you listen to it in any way, so thank you. But you could also text us. Um, that number works, so text, DM, however you want to get at us. We're open
0: for business. We're available. <laughs> We are in week number two of our wedding series for the month of May on the Bougie and Bro podcast, and today is extra special for me because I have one of my friends slash family members on the podcast today, and her name is Molly. She is currently planning a wedding, and we decided that it would be kind of cool to hear from a bride that is like right in the thick of everything for planning the wedding, right?
1: Yes. So I'm so shocked because she loves Taylor Swift so much as well. And I would be shocked if she didn't have a Taylor Swift themed wedding.
0: (laughs) Is there a Taylor Swift theme at all in your wedding, Molly?
3: It will be incorporated for sure. (laughs) I'm dead. Okay. (laughs) Well, first, we want to know a little bit about you. Tell us how old you are, like where you live, all of that good stuff. Okay, so I am 31 years old, and I live in a little town called Lodi, and that's near Madison, Wisconsin, so
0: yeah. And Molly and I know each other because my cousin is married to her brother, so we're kind of related.
3: (laughs) Oh, i totally say we're related. We're definitely cousins.
0: (laughs) Definitely, like a roundabout way. For sure.
3: Well, that's
1: interesting, but can you tell me how you and your fiance met, how he popped the question, how long you guys were together. I need all the details.
3: Okay. Yeah. So Curtis and I met in college. We were both students at Milwaukee um, in the architecture program. And we knew each other for about four years before we started dating. I was actually dating somebody else. And as soon as me and my ex broke up, Curtis kind of started pursuing me and I kept saying, no, um, I don't know. He wasn't very, he wasn't very like clear about his intentions, but (laughs) I sort of always thought that he was kind of a redneck, which (laughs) I feel so bad saying, but he knows that I thought that. Um, but yeah, so I finally gave him a chance and, um, you know, here we are. I mean, it was eight long years. He was, super quick to pursue me in the beginning. And then I felt like I spent a long time telling him how much I wanted to get married and all that stuff. And, um, we finally bought our uh, second house and once we got settled there and everything, um, we started looking at rings for, uh, we looked at rings a couple of times, but the most recent time, um, I knew that, you know, the proposal was coming sometime soon and everything and right after we moved into our new house in February, um, we were just drinking old fashioned, sitting in the living room, listening to some music. And he said some sweet things that I honestly can't remember what they were. And, <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> was that
0: the kind of proposal that you were expecting or like
3: that you wanted? Um, it was definitely the kind of proposal that I was expecting from Curtis. Um, and I'm realizing more and more, as I go through wedding planning that like big gestures just like are not my thing. So I was perfectly fine with it.
1: I would love to get proposed to while brushing my teeth. So (laughs) literally getting proposed to while drinking old fashioned and, and listening to music is dreamy.
3: Yeah, I was totally fine with that. It was, it was perfect. It was very Curtis. What kind of music were you listening to
0: though? That's important. Like were you listening to Taylor Swift?
3: (laughs) (laughs) God I wish it was Taylor Swift but it was Tom Petty which I'm fine with too. I love that. And 8 years though that's a long time. Uh yeah, very long time. Lots of um annoying pressuring from not only me but my parents, his parents, friends. I mean, it was a long road and it, you know, wasn't always easy but here we are now and everything's going really well. And I I think we're both excited for the wedding and everything like that. He is just like totally on board now, which is crazy. So I'm so excited.
0: So let's talk about the wedding. When is the wedding? I already know the answer because I have a save the date. But when is the wedding?
3: (laughs) The wedding is November 9th of this year. And where is it? It's in Baraboo, Wisconsin. So a lot of my family is uh, from that area.
0: No, Brandy's laughing
3: because 90 Day
0: Fiance, if you watch that TV show, there was a couple that lived in Baraboo, Wisconsin. So -uh. yeah, there was. And so while I'm up in Baraboo, I'm going to be looking for them.
3: (laughs) Oh my gosh. I had no idea that there was a couple from Baraboo on that show. I don't usually watch it, but oh my gosh.
1: No, we're definitely doing a recording live episode in Baraboo (laughs) with you, the couple, Curtis and Molly.
3: I think that's perfect.
0: (laughs) Me too. I kind of love that idea. So we can just like tie that into our wedding season episodes in November. We'll do like a (laughs) follow-up. Perfect. I love it. (laughs) Okay. So you've been planning since February. You got engaged in February and your wedding is in November. That's like a pretty quick turnaround. Did that stress you out at
3: all? No.
1: I also want to know, like, what prompted the date? When did you start planning? How soon after you got engaged?
3: Well, I, I kind of knew it was coming because, like I said, we looked at rings and uh, everything like that. And so I knew that sometime in the near future, we'd be getting engaged. And I don't know, I, I kind of always wanted a fall wedding, And so November's like, you know, kind of late fall. I have a couple of friends who got married in fall and they ended up having really beautiful days for their wedding. Um, But yeah, I I really wanted to get married fast. I mean, I'm not super young anymore. 31 is is not super young. It's not super old, but I just, I kind of wanted to get things moving. I mean, it's, it's kind of like, you know, you spend eight years dating and you almost are in this like engaged phase and just really ready to start your official life together. So for sure. And,
0: like, babies. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. I wasn't going to mention that, but yes. Yeah. I do want babies. My niece, Lucy, needs a little playmate. So.
0: For sure. Absolutely. She needs a playmate. So, uh, yeah. But, like, babies for sure. And, like, you know, when you're in your 30s, it's not as easy as when you were in your 20s. So if you weren't going to say it, I'll go ahead and say it for you. <laughs> exactly. Well, when you told me that, when you told me I was invited to the wedding, I was like, "Oh, like how many people are coming to the wedding? Like are you going to do like a small
3: one?" And you told
0: me, "How many guests are there going to
3: be?" So we sent save the dates to about 350 people.
1: Holy <laughs> shit.
3: I know. I mean, Okay. So I, for a long time, and maybe this was like me, like trying to like prompt Curtis to propose to me sooner, but I had always said like, you know, I just want to get married in the backyard. We'll just have this like little backyard party and that'll be our wedding. And then like literally as soon as we got engaged, I was like, no, we have to do this like the you know, traditional way. And the biggest thing for both of us was just that we wanted all of our people to be there. And I mean, that includes like our friends and, um, his parents' friends, my parents' friends, because they all kind of like touch your life and everything and you, you want them all to be there and everybody to be having a good time.
0: Definitely. And I am beyond honored to be invited.
1: <laughs> I didn't get this save the date, but I am Stephanie's plus one because f- Todd, I'm
3: going. <laughs> <laughs> Todd might be a little mad, but maybe we'll send you a save the date anyways. Okay.
0: So the next question is, do you have a budget? Like, do you have a set number that you're trying not to go over?
3: Okay. So when we started planning, um, I'm, I'm not necessarily a cheap person, but I'm also not a a huge, huge saver. And so going into it, I was like, I'm, I think we're just not going to have a, have a budget. Like I know, I know I'll keep it under control And then enters the wedding markup. And you realize that literally everything that you plan to do just has like this markup on it where you have to start considering your budget. And so our quote unquote budget sort of came as a product of planning the wedding and realizing how much things cost. And so I have this like Excel spreadsheet that sort of indicates all the important items and basically what that adds up to and so my budget which Curtis doesn't necessarily agree with is 23,000 which is pretty low for the amount of people that we're inviting
0: but sounds pretty reasonable my mother told me she had $20,000 saved away for my wedding and I was like uh, can I just have that now until like much. do we have to wait until the wedding that's crazy <laughs> A
3: lot of
0: money. I don't know if it's that much now.
1: Are you paying for the wedding out of your pocket, your parents helping, your fiance's parents helping? I don't mean to get into the details, but I need to know.
3: No, it's okay. Um, it's mostly – or I would I would really like it if, if we could pay for the majority of it just because, I don't know, once you get to be like in your 30s, you kind of want to like feel like you're more independent and, you know – I don't know, your your parents have things that they want to be saving for and all this stuff. But my parents have definitely said that they want to pay for a chunk of the wedding. And Curtis's parents have said that they want to pay for a chunk of the wedding. So I think it'll end up working out pretty well and leave us kind of all in a good spot after the day.
0: A Collaborative effort, if you will. (laughs) Yes, exactly.
1: Oh, yeah. So like split it in thirds. Curtis, don't complain about splitting it in thirds. Like spending $9,000, oh, $6,000, whatever it is.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's not that bad.
0: Um, so are you having a wedding planner at all? Are you going to hire a day of coordinator? Like I didn't – Marissa, who is my cousin, your sister-in-law, didn't she have a day of coordinator?
3: Yeah. Missy had a day of coordinator. And I know that that was super, super helpful for her. Um, I, I wish I could do that. I just – I can't – I could justify it, but Curtis would probably wring my neck if we did that. So So you're the bougie one and he's the first one. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) I love it.
0: Okay. So my next question, I guess, is like, are you and Curtis on the same page when it comes to planning the big day? Like, do you guys have the same vision of what you want? Do you have the same vibe that you're going for? Like, Is there something that he really wants that you don't want or vice versa?
3: (laughs) Yeah, we're, we're kind of on the same page with like a vision, but when it comes to dollars and spending, it's like we could not be farther apart from what expectation is. I mean, I was joking around because like I literally am the more bougie one and he's the more broke one and he's not broke. He just likes to <laughs> save his money and it's like he wants to die with thousands and thousands of dollars in his grave. And I'd rather it right now. <laughs> right for sure like i'm i'm the same mentality when it comes to like the the vision and everything i mean he's he's pretty much letting me run with it but um when it comes to things that he really wants um food was kind of his big thing uh but that kind of brought up some contention too because he wanted to have a family friend do the food and just kind of do like picnic style food but i was like i i really don't want to be eating macaroni salad on my wedding day. I'd prefer to have something that was a little fancier than that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so who got their way with that one? Did you win? Oh, I did, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything that he is really specific about and like really wants like a groom's cake or is there like certain music that he wants or anything that he has specifically been like, I want these colors or I don't know. I'm just trying to come up with different things.
3: Uh-huh. Not, not totally, but he's very good at like, I'll make a decision on the wedding and I'll tell him that I made the decision. And then like three days later, he'll be like, well, what if we did this? And it's like, no, we already picked that. It's done. And we can't change our mind now. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I mean, he, music, I guess, would be one thing. Um, We have started like a Spotify playlist that's for dinner and then for dancing. And he doesn't really have a lot of opinions when it comes to like dancing music, but uh, lots of, lots of dinner music that he wants to have included.
0: Is he cool with like Taylor Swift repeated for the dancing music
3: or? (laughs) Probably not. I ran that by him and it was a hard no, but you know, it might just be that way.
1: I imagine he's like – it's Taylor Swift the entire time, and he's like, this is where I'm out. I'm done. I'm gone, Molly. Sorry. Bye. You want to play music during dinner and during the (laughs) dance of Taylor Swift? No. Well,
3: I feel like for the the dancing part of things, he – I feel like he's like using this wedding as like a catching up with friends type of opportunity. And so I don't think he's going to be out on the dance floor very often. And so if that's the case, then Taylor Swift it is. We'll just sneak some in there and he'll have to deal with it. Do you have a first dance song set up already? Yes, we do. And actually, that was a super cute thing that he did because I had always wanted this one song that was Definitely not like a traditional first dance song. And he was out. He liked the song, but he was always kind of like, oh, "I just don't know if this is the one." And then actually last week he sent me this song that he really liked, and he's like, "I think we should think about this song." And I was like, "You know what? This is really good. The words are perfect." And I, it was like the sweetest thing he's ever done in his life. So I approve. <laughs> you gonna are you gonna tell us what song it is? Um, the song is called. I gotta find it. High Hope by Glenn Hansard, I think. I've never heard of it, but now I'm going to have to look it up. So he he sings that song called Falling Falling Slowly, if you know that song. I don't know that one either.
1: I actually love that song. Well, wait, I think I might be confusing it with another song because I had too much whiskey, Um, Kiss Me Slowly. Or I'm going to go back to like Taylor Swift and I'm surprised it's like – Tim McGraw or like oh
0: can you imagine if Tim McGraw was your wedding song <laughs> <laughs> what a good song have you tried to save money during the planning process like has there been anything that you have just straight up given up that you're like screw it i'm not paying for this oh
3: god no if anything it has literally been so much worse like I'm literally thinking in my head like I'm spending all this money on a wedding I might as well just spend my money on everything right now you haven't given up anything it's all just been
0: like screw it like write the check yeah
3: literally
1: (laughs) (laughs) so you said you knew it was coming but did you guys try to like budget or save money before, what did you do? I need to know because I have no clue.
3: Well, I'm I'm not like super, super bad at spending a ton and ton of money, but I'm also not a saver, like I said before. But that's kind of a good point because when you're thirty one and you're planning a wedding you know, you have a decent amount of savings saved up from, you know. Well, some people do. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we live in Chicago, so it's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> Lodi is a little bit cheaper than Chicago that's for sure um, well thank god Jackie and Craig have $20,000 in the bank for me for a wedding <laughs> hey you're set I mean that's a good chunk of change that, that really will get you far for sure and it, that's not to say that you can't like like Curtis went into this wedding planning thinking that we could spend less than $10,000 for the wedding inviting 300 people plus plus. And obviously, it's possible. I mean, like I said, if we did like a backyard thing, we definitely could have done it. But I mean, in Father of the Bride, they had a backyard wedding. And I'm sure it did not cost that amount of money. So
0: I am so glad you referenced Father of the Bride. It is my favorite movie. I love it. I love
3: it.
1: It is now one of my favorites because of Stephanie. And that's what I imagine my wedding being like.
3: It's just like a feel-good movie, isn't it? I love it.
0: It's so good. But I, I cut you off and you didn't get to answer the question. Were you like saving ahead of time? Like, were you like kind of in the back of your head? Ooh, I've got this extra savings account in my in my profile for wedding.
3: I mean, I guess I was being mindful of making sure that I did save money. But um, I don't know. I wasn't necessarily going towards like a wedding fund or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I, I was just trying to be mindful of keeping some sort of buffer for future plans whether it was a wedding or having a baby or whatever
0: That's very smart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what has been the most surprising thing about like planning a wedding?
3: Uh like I said before the wedding markup is insane. Like obviously I knew that weddings were expensive but I just don't I don't understand how one meal for like cold chicken can cost $30 a plate like that. It just blows my mind. And I was telling Stephanie about um, the food we did, did end up going with. I'm sure it will be delicious. I I have no worries about it, but I am so surprised that like plates and silverware are not included. And they're like, well, you can, you can have disposable silverware and disposable plates, but I don't know. I kind of want to have like glass plates and silverware and to have that it's $3 per plate. And that just blows my mind. <laughs> like to use
0: a plate is $3 yes. that I, I
3: don't know. I, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm sure it goes into like washing the plates and washing the silverware and all of that stuff. But it, that just, seems
1: yeah. $3 is a lot when you have 300 people coming I feel like if you went
0: to
3: Target
0: and bought that many plates, it would be cheaper and then you would get to keep them.
1: Pro tip, you could just (laughs) buy them, return wash them, and then return them back to Target.
0: I mean, maybe you have that many people coming over for Thanksgiving. I don't know.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) The other thing I guess is tipping vendors. I, I mean, I'm I'm not like saying that you shouldn't tip your vendors, but I just don't understand it. Like I don't I don't know like what the expectation is and I'm usually I'm always a very very good tipper, but like tipping a vendor who already costs X amount of dollars, I I don't know. I just I feel like the tip should be like sort of built into that. It should just be like, included in the price. Like if you're going
0: to charge me X amount of dollars to cater my wedding, like just throw in an extra
3: 500 for your tip. You like you might as well Exactly, because it doesn't mean anything then. It's just like, you know, you have to pay it. But then like there's, if you look up online, there's like this whole section on, on what you should tip each person. I mean, you could do like a whole podcast on what you should tip each vendor because it's like specific to photographer, DJ, uh, your reception people, your food people. I mean, it's crazy.
1: Well, we have a wedding planner on next week. So be sure to listen to that.
3: I, oh yeah, I will. <laughs> she might have
0: some really good tips. We should make sure to ask her about that. Yeah, definitely. That is a really good question that we will shoot her way. But I have another question. I need to know what the hardest part about planning is so far. Like, are you stressed out? Are you thinking about it every day? Is it like clouding your brain when you are at work?
3: <laughs> uh, I'm I'm very I'm very type A, and so. Like I just want I like it when things are finished and like I know that they're taken care of. And so that's been a really hard thing is knowing that like you you make a decision one one day that, you know, then you don't have to make another decision until like a month from now. And that's kind of speaks to your earlier comment on the engagement being kind of short, but I would never ever, ever do longer than what we have right now because it's just stressful all the time. And it's it's stressful for no reason. I mean, I just make life stressful in general with my mindset all the time. But it, I just don't like having to like make a decision one day, wait a month, make another decision, wait another month and all that.
0: Well, I suffer from anxiety and I know Brandy does too. So I'm assuming that both of us
3: will have short engagements as well. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anxiety is like the hardest thing.
1: yeah I could only imagine how stressed out I would be my therapist would be like oh my god you were stressed out because you weren't getting married now you're getting married and you're stressed out just keep taking the pills I'm taking you and chill out
3: or just like go two birds with one stone and ask your therapist to be in your wedding and then she can just help you through the whole thing that is a great plan (laughs) 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 it's (laughs) made
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, what is something that you have to pay for that you didn't expect to pay for or you think is ridiculous? I know we already talked about like the silverware and stuff, but is there anything else, like any weird thing that you're like, you really
3: have to pay for this? Well, definitely the plates and the silverware, that that blew my mind. Um, with the DJ, uh this was kind of one of our like saving routes was that you kind of pay for tiers of things with the DJ. And we're going with the same DJ that uh Missy and John had at their wedding. So I'm very excited about that. But you have to pay for like, lighting. And the lighting doesn't really do anything for the music. So I'm just like, can we get away without that? <laughs> that is bizarre. Like, I feel like that should just be part of the DJ setup. Yeah. I mean, I mean it, it probably is in like the, the tiered pricing. But that was one thing where I was just like, okay, forget about the lighting. Cause I'm not paying $600 just to have fancy colored lights. I'm with you. I wouldn't pay for it either.
1: Yeah. Unless I'm marrying some like rich dude, then F it. No.
0: Right. <laughs> okay. So if money didn't matter at all, like money wasn't an object, you're a billionaire what kind of wedding would you have? Would it be the same type of wedding that you're having? Would you have a destination wedding? What would it be?
3: I, I'm i not really a destination wedding type of person. I mean, I, I've been to them before and I love them as a guest. But for me, it was just super important to have my grandparents there and the rest of my family there and friends. And so I think if money didn't matter... I'd probably hire a wedding planner and give them my vision and just let them run with it. Because like I said before, just like the, the the decisions you have to make and the, the list you have to go through, that's just been kind of stressful. But I just, yeah, I would just hire a wedding planner so that I knew when to make those decisions and when to do certain things.
0: I think that would be money well spent. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Next week we have a wedding planner on who I'm sure is going to give us a lot of great advice, but what is the best piece of advice you can
3: give to girls or couples
0: planning their wedding from what you have learned so far?
3: I would definitely just say to people, uh, and I have to take my own advice because I'm definitely not taking it right now, but don't care about what other people say because everybody's going to want to give input and everybody's going to want to give you advice and all this stuff. And it's so overwhelming. I mean, it's very easy to just like go into your shell and just not want to listen to what everybody has to say. And for me, I worry a lot about hurting people's feelings, but I just need to remind myself that, you know, if the people, if the people around me on that day, you know, if they love me and it's, it's not gonna, I'm not going to hurt their feelings if I don't do a certain thing or a certain person isn't the maid of honor or, bridesmaid or what have you. I mean, I've spent a lot of time worrying about that kind of stuff and I just really don't think people care that much and just have to remember that it's your day and it's about you and your future husband or whatever. And you just have to remember that because it's very easy to go down a deep dark hole and think bad things and worry about stupid things that it's just really not worth your time. So you just have to remember that it's your day And don't care about what other people say.
0: That is some very solid advice.
1: Yeah, totally get that. My grandma was calling me asking about my cousin's wedding, asking me to ask her to do some things. And I was like, no way. It's her wedding. Leave her alone. Let her do whatever she wants to do. So I totally get it. I agree.
0: Thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast. We really appreciate hearing from a bride that is going through the thick of it right now. And you've got what? Seven? No, six more months until the big day. Six more months from today. I know. Oh, yeah. You're right. (laughs) Perfect day. For sure. So thank you so much again for taking the time to be on the podcast. And we will definitely do a follow-up after the wedding and talk
3: about how great it was. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. I was so excited. I love your podcast. I definitely listen first thing on Fridays. So I'm super excited. I, I don't know if I can listen to myself talk, but I'll I'll listen <laughs> just to just to be a dedicated fan. <laughs>
0: Well, we really appreciate it. And congratulations to you and Curtis. Thank you so much. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. It's the bank statement portion of the podcast, which means we're going to take a look into my bank statement and Brandy's bank statement. So you know where our money is really going. Brandy, I'm logging into you first this week. I see a target charge for 7909, which does not surprise me at all i mean i i
1: know i bought two pairs of sandals okay um that's not 70 dollars shampoo and conditioner um uh shit that's all i can remember 79 dollars we should
0: start a new segment on this podcast like remember what you bought at target because we have target charges every week
1: i know uh i think i might have bought some like socks
0: you, I feel like you buy socks all the time. That's weird. Okay, next, FB seventy
1: dollars. I if this is this Facebook? Yes, this is a Facebook charge. I bought my new. This should have been my broke moment. I bought my new mic. Uh, it's a Yeti blue mic. Retails for about one thirty, and I bought it used on Facebook Market for seventy dollars.
0: Oh, I'm into that. That's that's bougie and broke. I love it. Next up. Fluid, $41.90.
1: Fluid is a rent. They started out as they like anybody could rent anything to anybody. Um, but now they just do cars, trucks, SUVs. So I rented a moving truck for $41 for the entire day, including insurance. That's it? I know. What a still look up Fluid Marketplace. Use my promo code. Uh, Brandy is a hooker. 21.
0: <laughs> if that worked, I would die.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: next up, KP, twenty dollars. I feel like your entire charges are like FB.
1: KP. <laughs> KP is Kaiser Permanente. I went and saw a new crazy doctor. He gave me some more crazy meds and it was my copay. 20 bucks.
0: That's not so bad. And finally, oh. BoxyCharm. Oh, I
1: just wanna. Preface this is, um, I am now taking Prozac and Klonopin every day. Feeling better, guys. Doing good.
0: <laughs> PSA, get yourself <laughs> some drugs. Just do drugs. <laughs> Finally, Boxycharm 2275. We already discussed this, so I'm guessing it's your new subscription.
1: I cash the f- in. <laughs> I. <laughs> I got two boxes for the price of one because they messed up and I cannot recommend this service more than any. Um, I've gotten an It Cosmetics facial cream, a Glow Glam um, cleanser, an eyebrow gel. I gotten in like all the products. Oh, two lip glosses that I absolutely am obsessed with. So you smoke my- Don't tell a makeup addict to get this
0: shit because you know I'm gonna go sign up for it and I shouldn't get it. So I, I'll let you do BoxyCharm. I'll stick with the broke version Ipsy for now because I'm broke.
1: Twenty two seventy five for all of this shit though. I mean, use my code Brandy's a hooker 23. <laughs> oh. Just log into my Bank of America. It's already pretty pretty. Mm. Not terrible it's bad it's bad all right first up you have a plus 110 from the state of illinois and i believe this is your tax return.
0: yes it is finally you know we have to have our taxes in by april 15th and i just got my tax refund like two days ago so thanks for the delay on that really appreciate it but it was nice to see an extra 110 dollars in my bank account
1: better than the seven dollars from this the federal finally yeah um next up (laughs) shit bro uh city of chicago 183 dollars what the heck are you running for mayor did you donate (laughs) to the mayor i need i'm
0: gonna tell the short version of this story so I got a few red light tickets and the way that I get them is I pull out into the intersection. It's the same intersection because the light's green. And then as the light turns yellow, I turn left like you're taught in driver's ed. Every time you do that in this intersection, you get a red light camera ticket. I have tried to fight them and they're like, sorry, no. So I'm like, screw you guys. I'm just not going to pay it. I get a text message yesterday that it was like, please call the city of Chicago about your par- or your tickets. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I log on. I had three tickets. And when you have three tickets, they give you a notice of seizure, which means that if they check your license plate when you're parked anywhere, you can get a boot, which has <laughs> happened to me before. No. And when that happens, yes, when that happens, you have to pay for the boot. And then you have to pay all of your tickets at once. So last time this happened, it was like twelve hundred dollars that I had to drop at the city of Chicago. And so I called and I'm like, okay, so like, what can we do about these? And she's like, well, I can put you on a payment plan to get rid of these tickets, but it's one hundred and eighty three down now. And I'm like, great, do it. I cannot believe that I have gone this long without getting a boot. It is truly a miracle, so I hate having to pay them this because I don't even deserve these tickets, (laughs) but at least I didn't get the boot, so thank you, Jesus. Oh,
1: my gosh. I could go on and on about this, but I believe in Colorado. You don't have to pay those automatic capture whatever tickets, but that's something I learned in college, and I didn't learn a lot. Um. Well, this is why that parking broke moment from Kate
0: really spoke to me because literally – Parking is the bane of my existence. It really
1: is. Anyway, moving on. That was a long, short version. But GoFundMe help earn my way $20.
0: So my friend in Arizona has a daughter and she posted on GoFundMe. She is trying to do a fundraiser to earn her way into like a leadership um, Taekwondo thing. And she's like so good at it. And it's i love this child so much like i don't have my own children so like here's twenty dollars for your fundraiser okay go to the leadership program i appreciate that you're doing that instead of like meth on the streets
1: right <laughs> no crystal meth is life bruh. um <laughs> Binny's 22.56 I went and bought some
0: Casamigos tequila because I thought I was out, but I really wasn't. And this was for Cinco de Mayo for those strawberry basil margaritas. But I was hungover when I went to Benny's, which is the liquor store. Highly do not recommend. I walked in and I'm like, (laughs) I'm about to vomit right now.
1: It was like in and out the fastest I've ever been in that store. Damn. Okay, last up, Trader Joe's, $6.51. I hope it was the basil plant. That's part of it. But <gasps> I was
0: doing tacos for Cinco de Mayo and I'd gone to the grocery store the night before and I forgot tortillas. So <laughs> I had to go to Trader Joe's and get tortillas. And then I also got the basil plant while I was there. So thank God the basil plant lives here now.
1: Oh, I'm so proud of you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Bougie and Broke podcast and Also, a special thank you to our special, special guest, Molly.
0: Yes, that was so informative. Makes me a little bit scared to plan my own wedding, but I'm very excited to go to yours, Molly.
1: (laughs) And I can't wait to do a live episode (laughs) from the wedding. (laughs) Can you imagine it's like the DJ booth and then the bougie and broke booth
0: right next to it as live entertainment?
1: It's it's going to be great. We'll have uh, guests give speeches on the podcast and it'll be like a great little memento for the guests and Molly.
0: (laughs) And don't forget to tip us because we are definitely broke still.
1: (laughs) (laughs) As always, intro outro music is by The Night Game. Bad Girls Don't Cry.
0: And you can find us on Instagram at bougie and broke podcast on Twitter at bougie and broke pod online at bougie and And if you are so inclined to tell us your bougie and broke moments or anything wedding related horror stories, planning tips, whatever, please feel free to leave us a voicemail or phone number is 720-257-9787. Did I get everything?
1: I think we got all the bases covered.
0: Perfect. Nice little baseball reference, too. It is
1: baseball season. <laughs> All right, people, stay bougie, stay broke.